villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. Greetings, listeners. I'm spinning the winning talk show that pops to the top, always nice with some spice, where we hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more of what you need to know to stay engaged, educated, empowered, and encouraged. With trending topics, noted news, interviews, and much, much more. This is Tanisha Baker, and you're inside Talking with T. This is the last Monday in June, and all month, we have been celebrating the one-year anniversary of Talking with T. We are excited to keep it fresh and new with shows designed with you in mind. Today is June 27th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, football players, Bobby Wagner and Julius Thomas, and notable historic figures, Helen Keller and Paul Lawrence Dunbar, one of the most popular African-American poets of all time. On this date in history, Jamaican-born pilot Barrington Irvin becomes the youngest and the first Black American to ever pilot a plane around the world solo. On the National Day calendar, today is celebrated as National Orange Blossom Day and National Sunglasses Day. Take a pic in your favorite sunglasses and share it with me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. The theme this month has been Just Do It in June. We're now halfway through the year, and it's time to make good on those promises you made to yourself. Stop procrastinating and get it done. Stop wishing, planning, hoping, and just do it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. I dare to believe that if you can conceive and believe it, then you can achieve it. Let someday be today and just do it. Let's turn our attention to today's happy highlights. The first viral story shows there is still some good in the world. A Memphis teenager named Chauncey Black offered to carry groceries for a stranger in exchange for some donuts. The stranger bought the teen and his mother a cart full of groceries, but that's not all. The man, Matt White, then started a GoFundMe account to raise money for the teen and his mother. The last I checked, it was over $180,000. Mr. White set up a foundation for the teen to pay for his education and move the family into a new home. If you've not read this story, it is very touching, and I encourage you to check it out by finding the link on my webpage under today's show. And I'm just curious if I'm the only one that noticed the last names were black and white, and sometimes it's just as clear as that. The second happy highlight today is about a homeless teen that graduated high school two years early with a 4.0 GPA. Destiny Tyree lives in a homeless shelter with her family in Washington, D.C. She has a full college scholarship. She was awarded the Principal's Award for Academics and the Leadership Award at her high school. Destiny will be attending West Virginia University and hopes to one day become a school principal. Our Monday Mini Quick Bits are as follows. Dozens of people stranded over 100 feet in the air for more than two hours on an amusement park ride in Carroll Winds located in Charlotte, North Carolina. The University of Tennessee Chancellor Jimmy Cheek steps down to return to the classroom. Knoxville, Tennessee hometown hero Xavion Dobson, who was killed in a drive-by shooting, shielding his friends from gunfire, is to receive the Arthur Ashe Courage Award at the ESPYs. Tennessee was recently ranked number four as the best state for retirement. 
Also recently reported, more than 25% of Tennessee's children live in poverty. Full-time University of Tennessee employees with a permit are now allowed to carry concealed weapons. 18 UT employees registered to carry a concealed handgun this past Monday, which was the first day they were allowed to register. An Ohio teen dies after contracting brain-eating amoeba while swimming on a church trip in addition to a man in Hayes County, Texas, who is fighting to save his leg after coming in contact with dangerous bacteria while swimming in Port Arkansas. Finally, Hawaii becomes the first state to put gun owners in the FBI database. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're inside talking with T. I just want to say thank you for waking me up. Putting breath in my body. I'm thankful for the breath I've been given. The struggle's real, but still grateful for the life I've been living. Yeah. Count your blessings, cause tomorrow's never promised to you. Especially when these youngins would rather rob a shooter. No excuses for the world that we've been living in. Right has become wrong and they promote sin. And I'm just trying to make a dollar out of 15 and live free. And see my dreams manifest into reality. Watching my seeds grow old, giving me grandkids. Praying they will be a lot smarter than me. Mistakes you gotta make. Going through Bill's faith and shapes your understanding. And it broadens your bandwidth and deepens divine connections. So you can hear clear but still clear. Help them snakes in the grass. They stay hidden your path. They only there to distract from your purpose. But just stay focused and notice you can still live free. Teachers are the people that 
families trust and students trust and we see them mostly in a positive light but again i can't say it enough watch your kids and any signs that are unfamiliar or strange or they're behaving differently all of that um, we have to keep an eye on so there have also been a couple of stories in the news this week about mothers who are letting their boyfriends watch their children and it's turned out not to be in the best interest of the child as well as it's ended too many times in either child abuse, molestation, or even death. Yeah, that's true. True, And in reference to the teacher incident, it's sort of like a double standard. When it's a male teacher with a female student, they always get the harsher sentence than when it's a female teacher with a male student because in some of their eyes, I guess they think a male student it shouldn't be a problem with him, but they just don't know the lifelong effects it may have over him. And plus, these kids be 13, 14 years old. They can't think on their own, you know, about things right. like that. Yeah. It's, just, it's just crazy. I, and then I'm looking at the teacher incident from the professional standpoint because we've had a couple of incidents uh, down here in Memphis where teachers have just been accused of inappropriate behavior with students, thus leading their licenses to be flagged by the state and making them ineligible to be hired in any other school district. Now, one of the things that uh, my mentors told me when I started teaching, soon to be 17 years ago, gee, always keep your license active because you never know, you know, if you ever want to leave the profession, if you keep your license active, you can. You, that'll be one less hurdle that you'll have to go through with coming back in. And when you have those kinds of things on your record as a professional, you're pretty much shot in the foot in the education arena from forever and ever. Amen. It's a wrap for you. Right, right. So, now, I'm curious about Pam saying that the men are getting harsher sentences, and I was just curious about your opinion or your insights on that. Yes, generally, um, with the ones that I've, you know, looked at, you know, that have went across the board, just not here, but in other cities, it seems like the men are getting the jail sentences while they are giving the women probation, giving them a chance to rehabilitate themselves. And so it just seems like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. If one does it, then the other one should get the same sentence. Okay, I see what you're saying. That makes sense, and I think it goes back to, just recently, I think people are being more open or accepting that boys um, can be molested. Just like, you know, a while back it was unheard of that men could be raped. And so I, I see what you're saying now. And, again, it's happening too often. Maybe be a little stricter on the sentences and hopefully the punishments for those. Yes, they should. So for our next story, many East Tennesseans were in an uproar as a congressional candidate posted a billboard that read, Make America White Again. Now, notice I said many were upset, but notably there were some that supported him. The candidate's name is Rick Tyler, and he told reporters that he doesn't hate people of color, but wants to return to an earlier time when there were no break-ins, no violent crimes, and no mass immigration. And I'm thinking, newsflash, sir, black people aren't the only ones that commit crimes, and just, you know, it's kind of following that whole Donald Trump mentality and some of the people that support him, although Donald Trump says he would make America great again, I think the subliminal message is the same. Right. And furthermore, 
you mentioned the mass immigration. I mean, if we look at it from a historical standpoint, white people coming over to America from various countries over in Europe, that's mass immigration to me. I'm just saying, I'm no historian, but. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Almost everybody but Native Americans immigrated to the United States. Right. I'm going to get ready to say, when was America ever white? (laughs) Something to pop. Well, let me give a PSA, Pam service announcement. We are not our grandparents and great-grandparents. We will dot your I's and cross your T's. Now, I was was reading also that uh, some of these signs have been removed. I don't know how true that is because that's clean on the other side of the state, but from looking at one of the sources that I'm looking at now, it said that one of the signs that was located off of U.S. Route 411 uh, in mm-hmm. Polk County was taken down uh, fewer than 12 hours after it was put up. So, where is Polk County, anyways? I don't know. There have been people <laughs> that have volunteered to let him put the sign on their property. So, again, you know, he was just bold enough to vocalize how he felt. Because there are many people around these parts that obviously feel the same way. We're going to move on, but everybody take heed to to the story and what's going on. Yes, and I approve that message. (laughs) Our next story in trending news is about a mother who was arrested for beating her children after they had robbed a house. Shaquan Spears from Louisiana was arrested for child cruelty after her 13-year-old reported to the police that he had been struck several times with an RCA cord. The child had marks on his arms, chest, and body. Her 10-year-old and 12-year-old had similar marks. So, the reason for the beating was that a neighbor called Spears and let her know that her children had broken into the neighbor's house and had taken several items. She then found her children with the items that had been stolen from this house And that's where she went in on the children. So many people support her reaction to her children being caught red-handed, stealing, and they've even offered to bail her out of jail, while others kind of think she went too far. So it's quite the debate on social media. Spears, however, is very distraught over the situation. Um, The children's father is incarcerated, and she thought, she was giving them a firm warning as to what they are not to do. However, the children were removed and put into someone else's custody. The district attorney released a statement defending a parent's right to discipline their children. So, sanctions aren't uncommon, often an acceptable form of discipline. But I guess you have to determine when the line crosses over to abuse. And I personally think in this case, she just lost it. I suspect that the emotions and the anger kind of took over as she thought about the outcome of her children if they kept up with this behavior and they stayed on the tab. So we all know too well what can happen to juveniles that become delinquent. Many have weighed in on this topic, but it's not too late to share your opinions and talk with T. You can weigh in on www.talkingwitht.com under today's show where I posted a survey to see if you feel like this Louisiana mom should have been arrested. So, Pam and Jay, what do you think? What are your thoughts about this topic? All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Because I I got quite a few (laughs) things to say about this. Number one, my parents often reminded me of a time when they were growing up 
if a neighbor saw you doing something and you were out of order, that neighbor was within his or her right to not only call the parent, but to discipline you, him or herself, if the neighbor right. saw you doing it. And then when your mom and daddy got home, you got it from your mom and daddy, okay? Mm -hmm. All right. And number two, I got quite a few points. Stay with me here. <laughs> Let me get my pen and paper out so I can keep up. All right. Okay. So point number two, I'm thinking to my own experience uh, growing up in my household, my mother's mantra was where you cut up was where you got dealt with. Okay. So little Jay okay. and little Lawrence, if we acted a fool in the middle of J.C. Penney, that's where we got popped in the middle of J.C. Penney. If we mm -hmm. acted a fool in church, if that meant she had to come out the choir stand, <laughs> come out of her choir robe and take us to the back, that was what we got dealt with, okay? So, point number three. Point number three. Again, right. looking back to my own experience growing up, not only would my mother have whipped me for stealing something, thank God I didn't, but she would have whooped me for embarrassing her and having her, you know, being the, the, the laughing stock, as it were, of the community and being put in jail. And then she would have stood there and dared the police to take her back to jail. Again, one of my mother's mantras was, I brought you in this world and I'll take you out. Amen. So I applaud her efforts. Now, this little, this little, pardon my friend, this little pissy 13 year old who called the police. Yeah. He must not know his mama. Yeah, right. and he will be, he will, he will be getting another whipping. But that's the problem with kids. I think what she did was the right thing to do because that may have saved them from going into another house and possibly getting killed. People don't play about their stuff nowadays. They are putting caps in folks, you know what, for breaking in their house. Kids are not. You're right. That was a story, actually. Um, I didn't bring it in, but uh, now that you mentioned that, there was a story recently where a boy had broken into a gentleman's car. And the guy shot him. I think the boy was 16. He was unarmed and everything. But he got shot for breaking into the man's car. And so you're right. She potentially saved their lives, you know, with the beating. So I'm not sure if the big debate was over the fact that she beat them to the extent that there were marks on them or if it's just this whole, you know, crew of people who don't believe in spankings. I'm not sure. But as a mother... You know, and that's, and I'm saying it as a mother, but any parent. And then for your neighbor to come and have to tell you that your children broke into their house and stole some stuff, you're right. I think a part of it was embarrassment. But I, I think that she just lost it. I, I, I think I would have blacked out. I mean, I would have had an out of body experience. And listening to her, and reading more of the story, how she was crying, and, you know, people were vouching how much she loved her children. And a part of that was probably out of love. She probably reached out and grabbed the first thing she could to let them know she wasn't having that. Right. And you when know? they look down at those marks, they won't, they won't think about stealing anything else or doing anything uh, contrary to what she's raised them or expects them to do. Well, I was going to say, let me say this. I, I'm not necessarily for a beating that crosses over that actually leaves marks, but I do understand. And, you know, it's, it's not hard to do. And so I don't think we can be quick to judge her 
for her actions, you know. And like I said, it's a fine line. And if you've worked in schools and worked around children enough, you kind of have to be discerning to figure out which is which, you know. Because we've also heard several stories in the news where children have been abused and sometimes abused to the point of death. I'm just saying I don't think that was the case in this particular story. No. Now, was that was that little light-skinned kids? Because you know little light-skinned kids, they, they bruise easy. I got, I got one over here, and, boy, you can barely touch him and light bright a, a bruise up. So he, now they might have been little light-skinned kids. <laughs> On a serious note, these folks that stay in their lane, why I mean, that's the problem. You can't let pick parents discipline their children now. You know, they come in for every, everything, like on Knoxville Crime page that's on Facebook. They actually followed this woman from the, I guess from the, a road. She had pulled over. And you know how you, your kids do something in the car and you pull over, I'm going to stop this car and you get out and you pop them or whatever. They followed this woman for miles, got her tag number, called her in, said she was abusing her kids. End up, this woman end up, they kept calling her job. She almost lost her job. Kids almost got taken from her because people being nosy. I pulled the car over several times. I've had the car pulled over on me when I was growing up. You ask the fool, I'm going to pull over and pop you. That's right. Well, let me tell you then, this is back to Jay's point. Well, I forget if it was point one, two, five, seven, whichever you want to know. You talked about a different time. So there are a couple of things. One, there was a different time because our neighbors generally were more mature and, you know, we were more of a community. I think we had more of that village mentality. I personally, with as much going on, I don't trust many people with my child, neighbors or not, you know, and, and I live in a pretty good neighborhood, but I'm just saying it's 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 a lot different now. A lot of people talk about, again, you said, I brought you in this world, I'll take you out. Oh, you know, and I hear people, let the police come get me. Well, let me say, and I may stand alone in this, I would literally die if somebody tried to take my child from me. And so whatever I have to do to make sure that I can remain his mother, I'm going to do. Do I believe in sanctions? Yes. Do I believe in discipline? Yes. And people that know me know I don't play at all. Yeah. 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 Yeah where someone else has raised them. So either case, they're going to be raised. So, you know, your best bet is to do it. And like I said, I believe from all accounts that this is a good mother, and she is trying to make sure that her children don't go down the wrong path. It mentioned, you know, that the father's incarcerated, and now she's incarcerated. And I really feel sorry for her. I do, too, but I applaud her efforts. All right, so, again, you can go to www.talkingwitht.com and take the survey and weigh in and give us your opinion on the issue. Well, let's okay. jump right into the Crazy Chronicles. P.R. Pam, what do you have for us? Lordy, I got a doozy for y'all today. It's about okay. motivational, motivational speaker Tony Robbins. 
Now, he had a conference in Dallas, and keep in mind, this isn't the first time it has happened, and keep in mind that this isn't the first time that some of these same people have done this. So okay. more than 30 people who attended an event with Mr. Robbins had to be treated for burns after Robbins encouraged them to walk on hot coals as a way of conquering their fears. And this was in Dallas. Five people were taken to the hospital Thursday night, while the rest were treated the same for burns to their feet and lower extremities. So now it happened one time, other time before, and it was 20 people then. And the man said that he did it the first time, but it wasn't like this time. He don't think they cooled the coals off enough for them to walk. What exactly would you do if a motivational speaker or a preacher or a pastor or a prophet or whatever told you to walk on some hot coals to burn the burn the fire out your life? Let me tell you, wait a minute, Pam. Let's back up a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's rewind this. So the conference was called Unleash the Power Within. It lasts for several days. So let's go back to the fact that when you said people have done it before, he's been doing this for over 35 years. And it's called the fire walk. Now, people, you, you know, have continued to do it, and you're right. I think close to 40 people actually had suffered burns to their legs and feet. People said they weren't paying attention or whatever. But 7,000 people actually walked across the coast. Now, that's not a high percentage, of, you know, when you're looking at the total number of people. But what he said was, once you start doing what you thought was impossible, you conquer the other fires of your life with ease. So it's like some big symbolic representation. But let me just go back to, I'm with you, Pam. We're sitting at a conference, right? And it's unleash the power within. And this conference says that it's going to take forces inside that can help you break through any limit and create the quality of life you desire. So that sounds good. We're going to improve our quality of life. Keep in mind now, this is me, Pam, Professor Jay. We're going to the conference. We're going to increase our quality of life. Then they Let me stop you right there. First of all, Professor, I, Professor Jay might let y'all have them hot coals because He's going to make sure his feet are done. Can you just follow the scenario with me? I didn't even say we do get the codes with that yet. I'm saying we're going to a conference to unleash the power within. We know these other people are walking on codes. We don't want to get our pedicures at Google. We're not going to mess up our good <laughs> Okay, you're right. You're right. Because they've been doing it for 35 years. I right. just, you know, to be doing it that long, I've never heard of it. So we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have walked on them. We'd have some hot dogs, some marshmallows, <laughs> that a little portable grill. <laughs> Shoot, some yeah. red circle beef smoked sausages and some more. Shoot. We'll move on and continue with the Crazy Chronicles as we look at animals gone wild. And so, uh, you know, there were a couple of stories that happened back to back this week. And Pam, you got any information on them? What the animals? I'm telling you, the animals be having weekly meetings now. <laughs> After they kill poor Harambe, then they have been meeting weekly, and they are not playing about folks now. I mean, you got alligators. You got alligators. You got hyenas. You got. I saw a picture of a camel with a little boy, his whole mouth on a little boy's head, and the mama took a picture. So they're uniting. So y'all got a bear running loose in Knoxville over there by Knoxville Center. Yeah, a bird. 
a bear. It was a bear of a Nassau Center in a subdivision. A real life what? bear. And people screaming. Uh, Walking down the sidewalk like, hey. Well, let me tell you about a few stories I found involving some of these animals this week. So, a Wisconsin couple had to resort to calling 911 after their cat became wild and crazy. They said they felt like hostages in their own home. When the police arrived, the pet cat had attacked the husband, and they needed help getting the cat out of the house. And I know, you know, I was looking at the story. Of course, you can find the link on the web page as well as the actual 911 call because the lady seemed a little embarrassed. But evidently, this cat had lost its mind. It was acting bizarre, attacking them. And, of course, they're quick, so they would try to catch the cat. The cat would attack them. And so they eventually had to call 911. And this is a regular house pet cat, okay? Now, my next story, in Canada, a goose reportedly has bullied. And I say reportedly, but also there's a video, because they finally took a video of the incident, but... A goose reportedly bullied a hospital worker every day in the parking lot, and the woman has been repeatedly attacked by this goose, and it waits on her every day to chase her and harass her, and I guess they're right, and bully her. So they eventually got the actions of this aggressive goose on video, and you can watch that, of course, on www.talkingwitht.com. <laughs> she must have done something in her past life. Why is it after her? And why can't you just get in your car and run over it? Oh. Well, I don't know. It, it appears as the lady's part, she goes, gets ready to walk into work, and that's when the goose comes after her. I don't know if he hides or what. You, I tell you what, you go watch the video. You can determine for yourself what happened. I said, that is too funny, just peeking around the corner. Like, oh, yeah, there she is. <laughs> you want to. 
Try me. Peter gonna be calling us tomorrow. They'll play about them animals. You know how they are. Don't try right. me. Try Jesus. Before we sign off, let's offer our prayers to the one and only great Pet Head Summit, who they have reported that is on her last days. And even though I'm not a UT fan, I am a Pet Head fan because she is one of the greatest basketball coaches, women and men, to come along in collegiate basketball ever. So we're going to keep her in our prayers. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I did uh, see that, and she's left a great legacy here in Knoxville and at the University of Tennessee. So we're going to uplift her and her family and all those that have grown to care for her. And uh, I know she has a lot of fan support here. So thanks, Pam, for bringing that up. So that's it for this bit, and uh, we're closing out our June shows where we've been celebrating our one-year anniversary, and I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right, now. Well, once again, we've come to an end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you're an iPhone or iPad user, download the podcast. Currently, you can listen to Talking With T on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, or TuneIn Radio, and recently added Google Music. Remember that new shows drop each Monday, and don't forget to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news. Find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. If you don't build your dream, someone will hire you to help build theirs. Tony Gaskin. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Teeth.